0: <laughs> hey, should we record a
1: podcast?
0: Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, I, I do, do right. have to get back to work at some point today.
1: <laughs> yeah, okay. <clears throat> Hello everyone and welcome to episode number 54 of the BrewDog News Podcast. This has been recorded on the 7th of April 2021. We are source for the latest news, views, thoughts and reviews from the very busy world of BrewDog. Uh, joining me today is Joanne Love, Tamsin Kennedy and Doug Johnson. Hi everybody. Uh, Coming up on this week's show, uh, recorded just just before BrewDog's AGM, so we've loads of news to catch up on, including the new BrewDog & Friends beer subscription box. Uh, We look at the surprise news that Elvis Juice has been reduced to 5.2% ABV and what that might mean for this headline beer. BrewDog Mumbai, yes... Brewdog Mumbai in India is now open, and there's loads more new bars opening as we come out of this pandemic uh, lockdown, the current one. And there's at least 20 other stories for you, including a pizza making tip from Joe that will surprise you. Clickbaity headline. Anyway, that's all coming <laughs> up on the Brewdog News Podcast. Please note we are all shareholders in Brewdog plc, but we do not work for or speak on behalf of Brewdog.
2: You're listening to the Brewdog News Podcast.
1: This podcast is only possible because of our awesome patrons. Patreons get the podcast at least 24 hours before everybody else and enjoy giveaways and Patreon-only specials. You can become a patron from as little as £1 a month. Please visit patreon.com forward slash brewdognews for more details. Hello, everyone. Hello. Hello. Hi. 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 Um... Yeah, we've just been uh, chatting before we started recording and uh, I know whenever I'm listening to podcasts and I go, oh, we had a great conversation before you started recording. We've just spent we've just spent 10 15 minutes ranting about various brew dog and non brewdog dog <laughs> things. So um yeah, look, look out for that coming out as a podcast extra. No, I wouldn't I wouldn't do that to the guys, But no, um yeah, it's it's been a really really interesting few weeks in brew dog. A lot of things that have made us happy, a lot of things that have really we've we've questioned as well. Um, So hopefully we can get some of that across in this podcast. Uh, But first of all, a quick hello to everybody. First, Doug, you're on my top left on my screen, so I'll start with you. Uh, You've been getting to go to actual bars.
0: I did. I went to a Mr. Brew's brew house over the weekend and had uh, two small flights, which was nice. And next week, I'm going to um, BrewDog HQ, the Dog Tap in Columbus, and uh, BrewDog Indy. So...
1: I mean, that's We're almost off. like things are slowly starting to get back to some sort of normality. Um, but things that are definitely never normal, Tamsin. Uh, what's happening? In... <laughs> what's happening in your world?
3: Well, I'm on holiday this week, so that's oh. nice. And um, I mean, with the kids, so you know. i know but he does explain all the
1: um, all the pictures of the alcohol you've been sharing into our group chat at two in the afternoon (laughs) so so what
3: What i did was i bought the uh, lockdown survival kit so i've been having a couple of those every day yeah during the holiday so that's been nice so it's kind of a, a journey of different beers if you've had it you'll know what i mean like it's some very different types in there
1: Yeah, very good. And Joe, I'm actually drinking. I'm actually drinking a Brewdog beer, but this is out of uh, Siren's Grateful Eight glass, uh, which uh, you were at that um, festival that they did, uh, along with myself, an online festival. It was really good. It was really good. Um, I think a Brewdog could probably learn a lot from that. So, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. Yeah. Anything else exciting (laughs) happening in your world? Are you just waiting Um, for the day you can actually get to a bar?
2: Yeah, just waiting for the day I can get to a bar. Really, I was off. I was off last week. Uh, Back to work this week with a vengeance, but it's my birthday at the weekend. So,
1: nice. Yes, Um, and they scheduled the AGM for that day as well. They scheduled
2: my AGM for my birthday. Wasn't that nice? (laughs)
1: Isn't that
2: lovely of them?
1: Right. Anyway, let's get to our first story
4: you're listening to the
1: Brewdog dog news podcast right uh we have finally got details of what Brewdog dog and friends the latest beer subscription thingy is from Brewdog dog at long last uh and they hit the ground running by by not only announcing it but also giving the first one away for free that's right £3.95 for delivery, but you're going to get eight cans of beer from BrewDog and people they've collaborated with for free, and I think that offer's still open and will still be open when this podcast's going out, so BrewDog.com forward slash UK forward slash BrewDog and friends, but that's the first and most important thing to tell you about. Um, Now I need to tell you about what's actually involved, so... um, Yes, uh, it's a box that you get is once a month. It does replace a fanzine and bottle box if you were, if you ever got those. Uh, and people who've either got a fanzine subscription because they had one before and um, they paid in advance, or if you got a fanzine subscription as part of one of your perks from one of the EFP raises, um, there's a special procedure which you go through with a voucher, which looking at the forum threads has been a nightmare um but <laughs> you know as they do uh, but the actual box itself uh, it's um I'm gonna do a really bad job of describing this it's eight cans of beer four different styles so basically it's four cans four unique cans of beer twice does that make sense to my fellow podcasters because if you understand it there's a good chance that the listeners will understand too. Yeah, all nodding their heads. That's good. Okay, so at least one of the pairs of beers will be a collaboration with another brewery, Um, and uh, so basically the idea is it's four for you and four to share. I'll obviously not be sharing with anyone, not with yourself (laughs) exactly. A couple of other things to note about it before I ask you guys your opinion. Um, It's going to be delivered by Yodel, which in the UK, Doug. is i think the name of Yodel's an acronym or something isn't it it's a uh, you deliver or your your delivery or something like that is what it's short for but most people know yodel as a company that someone drives around in a car takes your package and throws it into your neighbor's garden um so <laughs> yep. that has Sorry, interesting connotations in. Yep. <laughs> um EFP discount does apply. Uh, we'll talk about the pricing in a minute, and the, probably the one major downside of it for a lot of people is that it's UK only. Sorry, Doug. Sorry yeah. to all European listeners. Sorry if you're in Ireland. Sorry, Jersey uh, and Guernsey. They they still get it though. I do believe. um there's a load of confusion about the way it works, as I mentioned before, with those perks and things, but uh, there is a forum thread on the go, so uh, ping us an email or check the links out and you'll, you can find that on the forum, no problem at all. Uh, I'll go and look up the price. Uh, interested to hear what, Joanne and Tamsin, your thoughts are. Obviously, Doug, I know your thoughts. Your thoughts are... Burr, burr. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. have you signed up for it, Joe? Tamsin? No. Brilliant.
3: Yeah, for the free one. I've signed no. up for the free one and everyone I know has signed up for the free one cuz we're Scottish and we're cheap. Yeah,
1: fair
2: enough. <laughs> I haven't because, because I had a look at the beers and if it's what's in the picture, it I it just didn't excite me and I don't want to and I I now that you've said that oh it's a set to share with someone. Okay, cool, but I I don't want doubles of beers.
1: Yeah uh because you're you you like i'm a, you, I'm a
2: one and done one and type done. of person
1: exactly
3: um,
2: and especially if it's a big box part if it's you know four pale beers that's not to my taste yeah so
3: exactly but, if it's gonna be like three lagers and something yeah. then my husband will be getting a lot of luck yeah
2: <laughs> and my like my my beer money at the minute is precious and there are other things i could be spending it on
1: like beers for your own podcast. Like
2: beers for my own podcast. Yes.
1: <laughs> Which we do occasionally. Do you have, you have a podcast? I've got a podcast. <laughs>
2: there a it is. There's the is. There's a gentleman. Come and have a listen.
1: I'm sorry, I've triggered them all. Yeah, love, love wine learning, right?
2: Love wine learning. It. Yeah, it's all about wine. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. No, that was at April Fool's. We've been <laughs> over this. <laughs> some po- some people <laughs> yeah. did fall for it. It was quite. They
2: good. did. So, like two people fell for it. It was hilarious. <laughs> Three people. Yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, right so looking at the picture uh, which uh, people watching on YouTube will also be able to see uh, the first one it's showing very blurry I think that's deliberate a can of Elvis juice uh, a session IPA from a brewery I don't recognise modern times something but it looks like space session or something and um, uh, something called planet pale from Brewdog. so uh, in my case obviously I know what Elvis juice tastes like although we do have comments. I'll go there. Yeah, uh, uh, and Planet Pale, I presume, will be the standard brewdog pale ale. That's it's quite nice, perfectly passable pale ale, um, sort of thing you'd drink at a wedding, probably. I don't know why a wedding. I'm, I've got weddings <laughs> on my mind. Have uh, you? I, oh.
2: I, I,
1: I, no, not for good reasons.
2: <laughs> oh, not for good reasons. <laughs> oh, okay.
1: No, um, it's going to be an edit now. Yeah, uh, I, was <laughs> say. I was like, we should have no. done that. <laughs> okay sorry about that we just spent 10 minutes talking about weddings I don't think anybody really wanted to listen to that so let's get back on to Dog and Friends uh Tamsin you have a question please fire away
3: I did is um are the gold cans going to be in the Brewdog and Friends boxes
1: oh that's fantastic it's almost like you already knew that was something that I'd forgotten to mention yes indeed um, I did, they, yeah. <laughs> there was a tweet the other day and it said yeah there will be gold cans in there um the with the if you haven't heard, that's the promotion that they're doing in certain places just now where you can win a gold can worth £15,000 and £10,000 worth of BrewDog shares. Um, yeah, really interesting. So uh, they haven't put any details at all about how that's going to work. There's nothing in the terms and conditions yet, so we'll check them out, and I'm sure there'll be discussion on the forum about it. Uh, whether that'll help to sell any or not, I don't know, but I mean, that just kind of shows that, I hey, imagine how many of these they have actually people have signed up for uh they, they had the queuing system on the website and for oh, days yeah. i was like was...
2: 45 minutes in a queue
1: wow and it's give, i popped to
2: see what it was like and i was like nah <laughs>
1: it's, it's giving away so much beer like it, when it was giving away a beer or something like that i mean i can't think of any other breweries done this kind of thing over the years i mean i think I, if i remember rightly you could get some breweries have done you can get a pint if you go into your local and exchange a voucher which you know knowing the way locals work it probably just ended up they, they never claimed it off the brewery or they got some freebie out of the brewery in, in return but yeah never on this sort of scale so um we haven't heard how many have gone but james usually says and i think with the agm this weekend he probably will so yeah um anything else that we want to say about um brew dog and friends um I think one thing we probably should mention, carbon negative. That's an angle that they're pulling quite hard, pushing quite hard on it. Um, and there'll be a magazine involved. And there'll also be some extra benefits for members who've signed up for it. Um,
3: Isn't there like one month or three months? There's like differing plans and things. Yeah. It's not just
1: a... Yeah. yeah, that's right. Oh, and finally, I suppose we should finish off with uh, how much it actually costs. Uh, £19.95, if you're not an EFP, is the base price every month. That's delivered. Uh, If you are an EFP, that reduces down to £17.96, I think, for a month. And then there is an option to pay for three months as well, and that gives you even further discount as well. So, yeah. Anything else you want to say of that, or am I hitting this moving on button? I'm moving on. (laughs) Elvis juice, everybody's favourite. Well, certainly one of my favourites. Elvis juice has mm-hmm. been a staple of Brewdogs for a very long time. I remember taking an actual physical grapefruit into the original Brewdog bar in Abbott. I sound like an old man. I remember <laughs> taking a, grapef- a grapefruit in <laughs> and exchanging the grapefruit mm-hmm. for a Elvis juice, a schooner of Elvis juice, which at the time was really cool because I'd never bought a bit of fruit and pay for an actual I
3: thought you were I... going to say I've never bought a bit of fruit it's I
1: have a... I know that was the first looking... one I do eat fruit <laughs> <laughs> anyway well, uh... so I, 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 t- I took some fruit in and they exchanged it for a schooner of uh, Elvis juice which was really cool uh, and it was lovely and then apparently all those um, grapefruits got collated up by the bar, shipped up to ellen and then actually got used in the brew nowadays because of the scale they they use a uh, concentrate which is quite interesting by the way if ever you do the brewery tour ellen you'll see the concentrates in a massive like sort of 15 20 liter jug and it has danger poison on the side really yes mm-hmm. so good luck drinking that i just <laughs> presume in that concentration it must be like pretty lethal but uh,
2: <laughs> yeah well wow.
1: yeah anyway um yes but um Elvis juice, so uh, we found out the other day via friend of the show, Leonard. Leonard, uh, he lives out in Ireland. Um, he's been on the podcast a couple of times. Lovely chap. Likes to drink his beers outside on the top of bins or trash cans, as you would know them, Doug. Um for some strange reason. But he noticed that his Elvis juice that he purchased from uh, the Brewdog Bar in Ireland for takeout was 5.1%, down from 6.5%. And he posted it up saying, has anybody tried this new one? Um, to say the backlash to this discovery was quite strong. I mean, there's certain things that we talk about on this podcast and some things we don't talk about on this podcast that you'd say, oh, God, I bet that was really controversial. Elvis just dropping from 6.5% to 5.1% has caused a lot of people to comment and make decisions about how it is before it's even they've even tasted it. James uh, had to come on and said, oops, that wasn't supposed to be out in the public yet. So I presume it was an AGM announcement thing. Uh, And he said, yeah, we're moving (laughs) it down to 5.1 because that worked with Hazy Jane uh, when they took Hazy Jane from, I think it was about 7%, wasn't it? I cannot remember. They took that down and created uh, OG Hazy, which was at the same strength and the new Hazy Jane. And Hazy Jane, as we've covered on this podcast before, is now one of the best selling um craft beers in the uk definitely helped by the pandemic but um stocked in all the major supermarkets and that is a beer that went from nothing because it didn't exist at that strength to being hugely successful this is slightly different though because this is 5.1 so so this beer is already in the supermarkets at 7.5 percent. so moving it to 5.1 is kind of intriguing um James has hinted in that same message where he was talking about it that there might be a family of beers coming. So we've already know that there's Elvis Juice AF. Maybe there will be an OG Elvis. Maybe there'll be other ones, a little more Elvis, a little less something. Double I Elvis. don't know. There's... What's that, Doug? Mm-hmm. Double Elvis. Double Elvis. Yeah, there could be all sorts, lots of puns. Um, Tamsin, I believe you have thoughts on this.
3: Um, I do. First of all, you said
1: Elvis was 7.5 and it's 6.5. Thank you. you you're very good at correcting me, which Can by the I way is say, a great... That
3: is the only one I know. It's the only ABBN.
1: <laughs> well, this is a good point, a good point to point out to people that if you're watching or listening to this and you would like more succinct news, once a week, <laughs> I put a newsletter together and Tamsin very kindly edits it and puts it out um, in, in actual readable and legible English. Um, so yeah, if, if you want that, the link's in the show notes uh, or it's on our website. Uh, find up every Sunday or Monday, depends how busy we are. We get an email out with all the latest news stories on a lot more than we cover on the podcast. Anyway, Tamsi, yes. sorry, on you go.
3: That's all right. So... Elvis juice is one of my kind of top five brew dog beers. It's something I don't drink a lot of volume of it. So I really like kind of how strong it is for, for a can. And I don't want them messing around with the taste. So I will have to try the new one. I think it's got something to do with the whole two thirds pint saleability. I don't know if that's true, but for me, it feels like, to get it into all the kind of pubs and things like that it was probably too confusing with trying to sell two-thirds and pints and things like that so I think that might have something to do with commercialability. but I will taste it I'm gonna I'm gonna wait taste them both but I am against reducing the alcohol that makes me Well, we know actually people who've listened to this before know that I, I like to drink so uh, <laughs> I'm against yeah. reducing the ABB but I will have to wait and see if it tastes but If you look at the forum notes, people have said it tastes the same, but a bit weaker, which makes sense, really.
1: Yeah, and when whereas Hazy Jane versus OG Hazy Jane, there was a real difference in taste. And for me personally, I much prefer Hazy Jane to the older version, um, that higher one, because just for me, it's just got a lot a lot less of that sort of hot burn and alcohol punch going on. And I can have a couple of cans, whereas with, Hay- with the original Hazy Jane, it was more of a treat. It was more of a like, well, I'm just having the one beer tonight, mm-hmm. I'll make it that, whereas Hazy Jane, as you can probably see, I could drink all night long. Um, Doug, uh, you've got a uh, good news in America is Jason has confirmed that the ABV will not be changing over there, which, yeah. which lends credence to what, uh, Tamsin was saying that this is Really thinking about the commercial thing rather than the, um because Hazy Jane's very well established in America. In fact, if I'm not mistaken, it's the number one seller in the USA. It used
0: to be Elvis. I'm not sure if it's changed or not. Elvis was the biggest seller in the States.
1: Yeah, so they wouldn't want to be tinkering with it over there. So we're going to end right. up in this confusing situation now where Elvis juice in the UK and Europe, I <laughs> suspect, is 5.1%. And in America, it'll be 6.5, not 7.5, as I said earlier. Um, So that's a factor. And the other factor as well is when Hazy Jane came out and went to the new version and went into supermarkets, the original higher ABV Hazy Jane hadn't been out anywhere. It wasn't already on the supermarket shelves. Yep. Now, I don't know about how you feel, but if I've been picking up Elvis juice and just putting it in my trolley, I'd notice some new packaging, whatever, put it in. And then to get home and go, whoa, this is like significantly less alcohol. I think that would put my back up a little bit. So I think they're taking a little bit of a gamble, but you cannot deny. Yeah, it depends, deny- if, yeah, to it depends
3: it. if they charge the same. Mm. Yeah. So I'm very interested to see what the price of the new, because they. For, I don't know about everyone else, but well-established, you know, four Elvis juice for a fiver, great deal, quite happy with that. If they keep it the same price, but they've reduced the alcohol content, they're paying less tax. I don't really understand that whole thing, but, you know.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Joe, uh, I, and I know you're not this this beer isn't technically on your radar most of the time uh you any thoughts on how Dog are approaching this and that's it then so thank you very much now
2: i mean i i i'm i feel the same as you like i prefer slightly lower abv because i don't like the hot burn i don't like the alcohol burn um but yeah, I I think it's a it's a well-established beer, I think changing changing it is risky, yeah. as you said. It's yeah. very risky.
1: Yeah, but twelve months from now, if we're going like the sales of yeah. Elvis Juice have gone through the roof, yeah. um, you know, and and if Brew Dogs call a range that are selling loads of is Punk, Hazy Jane, and Elvis Juice in supermarkets, then great. We're mm-hmm. as investors, we're all going brilliant, and yeah, mm-hmm. and yeah, and yeah. I think I think the day you could definitely be right, Tamsin. Um I just want to pick up on that point you said there about selling in schooners and things. Little oh, yeah. like my local, the world famous Newton Arms, <laughs> it took a long time to to persuade them to get in an extra size glass and set the till up for that way. Cause they were like, Well, what's the point? You either buy a half or you buy a pint. But yeah, and, and Elvis juice at that ABV was perfect for a schooner. Um Yeah, anyway, okay. Uh, One last little thing to mention on this is, uh, do you remember when uh, Aldi copied uh, Punk and then it became a whole thing and that's how Ald IPA came about? See, a thousand other podcasts that we've done before on this subject. Well, Aldi are at it again and they've copied Elvis Juice. I can't even remember what they've called it, and James has already tweeted them and said, oh, hello, and all the rest of it. The only thing I can say about it is someone commented, uh, they tagged Lidl, which is well-known. I don't think they're known in America so much as Aldi Doug, but yeah, Lidl, uh, and they said, surely this should be a, a collaboration with Lidl, and then you could call it Lidl-less conversation. It's Memphis something. I can't yeah.
3: remember what the something is, but it's Memphis something.
1: I thought that was a great joke and it went down like one of jokes. It's <laughs> like,
2: wow. it. uh, I don't
1: know. right. Um, should we move on? Ooh.
4: Okay.
2: Uh. You're listening
4: to the Blue Dog News Podcast. Well,
0: I, I guess I'll start. So, um, so yeah, Brew Dog Indianapolis, uh, about a month ago now, five weeks, um, let go four staff members on the same day. Um, a week before or two weeks before they were going to open after having been furloughed for a couple of months. And it turned out that the four people let go were um, all non-binary and um, non-male. So that caused uh, quite the storm. Uh, across uh, the news, especially the no- local news, uh, some of the former employees took to their social media and were really raking uh, Brewdog over the coals. Um, I know one of the um, the national head of Brewdog retail was let go for that decision. Um, there was a several breaks in the chain of command where you know things should have happened that didn't. All the stop gaps that Brewdog has in place in HR weren't followed. They were. So, yeah, a lot of really bad things happened. Um, BrewDog James released a statement. Uh, Jason Block from BrewDog USA released a statement. Um, they talked about putting together more uh, training um, for the staff to make sure everybody's right up to speed. Um, and it surprised me because I've always looked at BrewDog as being very inclusive. I've seen more non-binary people working in BrewDog bars. Than i have seen in any other restaurant or bar or brewery that i've ever been to um so i think some it was just timing um it, it, the optics on it were terrible and you know Budog tends to be known for bad optics from time to time um so yeah it's um they're they're not going to have a big reopening party they're not going to do like they were going to do originally like the Brood- is this the other- is this
1: brew dog indianapolis itself where all this happened they're, yeah, they're closed Indie. at the moment yeah
0: yeah they are still closed yeah they they were supposed to open end of march like three weeks ago and they're still closed and um i've been i've been talking to the to the manager the one of the agms there, trying to figure out what's going on and yeah it's you know it's quiet they're being very very quiet about it but yeah it, w- it was a mess um I don't know if the re- resolution made anybody happy or feel better. Um, I mean, I, 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 am- I
1: suppose I'll, I'll, I'll fill in a couple of. Uh, uh, Doug, thank you. You you did you just did that off the cuff there. We, we, you know so you've you've really succinctly brought it all together. There's a couple of things I'm gonna fill the gaps in, if that's okay. The oh, original yeah. the original post that went out on social media was um very, very good. Uh the dis one of the disgruntled employees, and I'm I'm sorry I don't know the name, it's I'm just blanking on it. The the post went out and it was very damning. It was saying, you know, in great words, we've been sacked. It was very shareable and it was yeah. and it was clearly hitting on a raw nerve as well. Um Brudoggin uh, re- said, n- n- no, some of the facts of this are wrong. Um, but in any situation like this, it's, um, it- it's this is an employment issue. They've sacked four people. There was no question of that. And Brudog, yeah, we've sacked four people. So in that situation, what Brewdog can't say a lot because they don't want to prejudice any potential legal thing that might come about. In fact, they probably couldn't even say a huge amount about the facts of actually what happened. And mm-hmm. that's where the 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 person who, who made the the Facebook and uh, Instagram post did really well to get that message out. Um, and but then Brewdog's responses were were corporate as they should be, and they were they were very carefully worded, and they weren't. Emotionally charged like that. So they just sort of, as with all these things, you know, the apology sort of drifts away into the background and people don't remember the apology or anything. That said, uh, there was an independent um, review done. So Brewdog got a third party in uh, to do a completely independent review to go through everything. And I believe it was as a result of that, that's, that, 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 things changed. And they said, yes, we have got a problem. The only catch was, is quite a lot of people pointed out that the company brought in to do the independent review were already associated with BrewDog. That there, there was a, uh, that actually they do their HR or payroll or something like that. Yeah. The HR but, firm. I don't know if that's true. I, I I'm going off what I've read on the forum and tweets that I've seen. Um, but they came to the conclusion that uh, there was no wrongdoing. But even then, when they came to that conclusion, and, and there was posts gone out, there was still uh, incorrect use of pronouns of people. And then more tweets went out, and this whole thing just became messier. And people yeah. were actually going, "We should go to Brewdog Indianapolis and protest," you know. And and all the staff were told that worked there were told that still there were told don't talk about it to anyone at all. So, yeah. you know, it's bizarre seeing a brew dog bar with local news reporters outside interviewing people and people being really, really angry because you're like, this isn't the brew dog that I know. No, no. And then close,
0: you know, I was at the grand opening for Indy and Allie was there when she was the CEO in the States. Yeah. And we were talking about the neighborhood that they picked the Fountain square neighborhood. And they picked that neighborhood intentionally because of the inclusivity of that neighborhood. I mean, they, they aimed for that location for that specific reason. So to hear this, you know, and, and I'm friends with people who used to work at Brewdog Indy who don't anymore, and so yeah, it's and I have two trans kids, so I'm in this really weird trying to figure out what's really happening and what's going on and how does this fit with what I want to think of Brewdog and what I do think of Brewdog and how does this?
1: Yeah, yeah, it's and and Ben, and ben from. Ben from this podcast, who's been on heaps of times, uh he's in our he's on our group chat where we use for organizing this stuff and, and anyone who was on the forum and around his Twitter account and stuff will know this hit him hard. Yeah, Ben Ben had strong opinions on this and he um we we, we all tracked how this sort of went down for Ben and it didn't come across it didn't go very well for him because the conversation Ben was trying to have was a different conversation to, I think, what other people were trying to have. And everybody just seemed to get really freaking angry. And I still, to this day, can't really work out who was at fault, if anybody was, if this was just a really unfortunate thing. And and really, as we were saying just before we hit record on this tonight, what the outcome of all this is, it seems to have gone away now. And I'm very sorry to everybody listening and watching this that it's all a bit messy, but the whole thing is a mess. Yeah. Massive. A real mess. Massive mess. And, and I think the only thing we can kind of hope is that, that lessons are being learned and the, the people involved mm-hmm. who made some awful decisions or or didn't make some decisions to have certain checks and balances in place are actually going, let's never have that happen again and let's make sure that actually we don't just say we're inclusive we are inclusive yeah that's the thing I've yeah I've always looked
0: at BrewDog as being inclusive I mean I look at all the staff members I've met from the 26 different BrewDog bars I've been to and and the headquarters and the language they use and the people that I've met in the bars not just staff so for this to come out just really surprised me Mm -hmm. and um, that's I mean, why I, I I was quiet about. It. I'm like I there's I need to, I need to step back from this and try to, because I've had conversations about this which can't be shared and won't be shared, mm-hmm. and there are other conversations I want to have yet that will probably be just for me. But yeah, it's it. There's a lot of he said she said, or they said they said, or whatever terms want to use. But yeah, there's a lot of. Mm-hmm. And you know, BrewDog's corporate, so they have to maintain the corporate line. And I believe that BrewDog actually offered lawyers to anybody that was fired, if they want to pursue anything. They're like, "Look, here's a lawyer. If you need if you need protection from a lawyer, here's one. You can have it on our dime."
1: Yeah. You know, but, I mean, they're, but at the same time, there was also in amongst the things BrewDog was saying, Jason, and was the and 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 James as well was the. um it was factually incorrect that all four yeah. of them were women. Mm-hmm. Um, they'd identified at least one of them identified as male when on the brew dog paperwork and you're like, how are we in this situation where this yeah. is even a conversation? Yeah, I, it, we should be, this past is, this, but this is not the brew dog that I know. and mm-hmm. I know I just sound like I'm a you know <laughs> a massive fanboy right now, but it's not the brew dog I know. and this is why it was a real shock and why I think it was it was so emotional for ben particularly and seeing yeah. him and seeing him falling out with people who just didn't like his tone and stuff was like oh what a mess what a mess yeah because i was
0: honestly i was ready to really step back from the whole brew dog thing in this i mean if mm-hmm. yeah me too i i you've got a tattoo
1: Doug. you've got a
0: tattoo i, you a tattoo. Well, I also <laughs> had sandpaper sand out so you know i mean i this this hit close enough to home that I really had to step back and go, okay, what's going on here? And I'm, I'm not back to hundred percent yet. I'm not. And it's going to yeah, be well before I, before yeah. I go, okay, I think it's been resolved. Well, I think it's been taken care of there. You know, I'm going to talk to Jason in May um, and have him on the podcast and I, you better believe this is going to be a topic of conversation.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. But I, I and again, I, Jason's amazing. And I, I'm very looking forward to meeting him one day. Um, and he's, he's come across brilliant on the podcast. But I already know what he's going to say. And he's well, going yeah, to it's cool. say, corporate well, This line. is what yeah. And that's what well, he's going to do.
3: Yeah. I mean, from, I come from a kind of corporate ish background. And for me, I took away from this that it was very much a miscommunication between the manager and their staff and it just highlights if you've got responsibility for people you need to be really clear when talking about anything especially when it comes down to their jobs and their livelihoods and I just think there wasn't clear internal communication which led to this whole thing kind of spiraling out of control
2: absolutely and I think I think like it's a mess there's no fixing that now but yep. what needs to happen going forward is you say you're an inclusive organisation, right? well, you're saying it, but people have called you out and said that you're not. It doesn't matter whether, you, you know, they can't turn around and go, yeah, but we are, we are. No, someone has pulled that up. So you now yeah. need to take the steps to make sure that you are. So there needs to be working groups, there needs to be steering groups, you need to be talking to the people that are affected and yep. work out whether they feel that way, what steps do you need to take to really make sure that this isn't happening? And that's, I think, I know there's, oh, there is, I think they've said there is a working group or they're starting one. Um, uh, that needs to be a priority, I think.
0: Yes. Yeah, I believe. Yeah. And, and you know, in Ohio, every year they have, um, during Pride Week, they always release a um, a Pride beer, which has always been great beer. We have some Pride AF in the fridge <laughs> um, uh, for my stepdaughter. So, you know,
3: because. Yeah. Yeah, walking walk the walk, talking
2: the talk and walking the right. walk. Yeah. Exactly. You've got to do all of it. Yeah. Think... Signing the bar doesn't mean that you're inclusive.
1: Yeah. I, th- I think um, just before we wrap this up, I need to say something directly to anybody listening or watching this who's going, You guys haven't got a clue what you're talking about. Y- you're right. We are they all don't. cisgendered, <laughs> yep. white middle-class people looking at this from the outside trying to work out what's going on with varying degrees of interest in it or not um we're not the right people to have any opinion on it so um of course get in touch if something we've said here today is the wrong thing get in touch and i absolutely will correct it on the next podcast but i just want to put that caveat out there that like this is a mess and we didn't really 100% know exactly what's going on, exactly what the emotions are, and exactly how to respond to it. So that's where we're at.
4: <laughs>
1: right, Joe, go on right. then, hit us with it. a question before we go. Oh, by the way, I'm going to play the Lost Forest video or maybe a, um, a, a cut down bit because that'll all make sense when we come oh back from the home. break. From your future home, Doug. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, go for it, Joe. What's our teaser question?
2: Right. So in uh, December 2018, Brewdog announced Brewdog Coffee 2.0, uh, where they were getting a really special coffee to have in the bars. However, mm. do you know which country the coffee beans came from?
4: Right. We thought we were doing our bit for the planet. We thought we were doing our bit for sustainability and we almost felt like we had ticked that box so we didn't need to do anything more. And then it just hit us like an absolute sledgehammer, this blindingly stark realization that we weren't doing nearly, nearly enough. To be able to have that first dog Forest in Scotland is something that's that's really special. When you really understand what over 10,000 acres looks like it's a phenomenal scale. Scottish Highlands are some of the most beautiful parts of the planet, the kind of sweeping landscapes, the glens, the, the kind of greenery, and hopefully we can make it a tiny bit more beautiful. For me, this is the defining moment of what we do, to become carbon negative, to create our own forests. I think it's by far the most significant thing we have ever done. We've been on a journey learning far more about what is actually happening to the climate, to the planet. When you look a few years or 10, 20 years down the line, we may not be able to grow barley or hops in certain regions around the world because of climate change. And that's a very sad place to be in. For me it's all about what happens next so what we've done up until now is good but that gives us the ability to make a difference so from now it's how can we make a difference as a company how can we take a stand for the things that we believe in on the, on the journey we've gone since 2007 and done all the things we've done i think having someone there beside you all, all the time is, is is great you know to be able to share all these incredible moments and things that we've achieved as a business uh, during that time When we kind of set out on this journey together, it was just, okay, let's see how far we can take this thing. We've became bigger now. We still stand up for the things that we believe, and we still wear our heart in our sleeve, and we still fight for the things that we're passionate about. Then like, we are causing this carbon to go in the air, so we want to take responsibility. We want to own this, and we want to fix it ourselves.
1: Right, Joe. remind us of that question.
2: Um, in December 2018, Brewdog announced Brewdog Coffee 2.0, but what country do the beans come from?
1: in you post about coffee an awful Me lot too. on Facebook. So um, I'm going to um, assume you know the answer to this.
3: Unless it's about the Brewdog bourbon uh, barrel-aged coffee, uh, which I'm obsessed with. Um, I'm going to say Ethiopia. No. Oh know oh, i can I'm list all say. the countries i know that coffee comes from
0: if <laughs> well i have never had a single cup of coffee in my life so i'm gonna say argentina
1: what Hold oh, on a minute folks this there's, there's gonna be there's yes. gonna be an edit Wait, here what? while we go and have a chat <laughs> <laughs> okay we've just had some very strong words with doug uh, and he now drinks coffee so that's all good uh-huh. uh no i'm only kidding uh joe go ahead give us the teaser answer yeah.
2: Uh, the country that the beans came from was Brazil. Oh, wow. Not known for its
3: coffee mm-hmm. nest.
1: Nah. Well.
3: You're
4: listening to the Blue Dog News Podcast.
1: <laughs> Tamsin, uh, kick us off because we need to get through this. Let's go. Um, what's the first one you've got here?
3: Yeah. So this is about the Lost Forest that we've talked about on this show before. Doug's so, potential um, new home. Yep. Yeah. So it's been confirmed that Brewdog have bought the Kenrara estate, which is a kind of a bit of land in the Highlands, just to Southwest of Aviemore, Google it. Um, Anyway, so work is going to begin in the Lost Forest in August. And so all those plant trees, buy one, get one tree, all of that, the trees are going to start to go in and they're going to be planting millions which the important part is they're going to take a million tonnes of carbon dioxide out of the atmosphere when they're all at maturity. It's quite important. Um, Also, and what I'm excited about as well, is they're going to build um, sustainable cabins, a campsite that Doug's going to work at, a distillery and um, hiking and biking trails and kayaking on the loch and all this. It sounds like a sustainable paradise.
1: Amazing. I, um, uh, one thing to say as well is it's huge. It's absolutely Yeah. yeah didn't huge. they say
0: 12,000 acres? since because originally they talked 2,000. Yeah. It's actually 12,000 acres. Yeah. Can
3: we not go into that maths again?
1: Let's not. No, let's not that. start doing let's maths
4: because we'll, we'll be maths. like, yeah. <laughs> it's six.
0: <laughs> That's six million trees at five hundred trees an acre.
4: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, I love Aviemore. I, I reg- I've I've camped to mm-hmm. Aviemore heaps and heaps of times. So um yeah, super excited about that. Saw a shooting star there once as well, which was nice. Uh,
3: well my I'm going there in the summer, so no doubt it's gonna be wildfires oh. and um it's going to <laughs> no, we doubt, and now we
1: know where the, the, the epicenter of the pandemic is going this summer. <laughs> Um, there was another bit of uh, news out of on sustainability while we're on this subject, wasn't there? Tamsin, work has started at Ellen on the. Um,
3: oh right, yes.
1: Anaerobic digester and all the other gubbins. The fifteen million pound investment that they got approval for that has now actually started. Yeah. Diggers are there. People That's are shouting insane. at each other. Trucks have been reversed with men shouting and uh, women <laughs> are walking around with clipboards going. What are you lot doing, weirdos? <laughs> we
3: just had a conversation about inclusivity, by the way.
1: I don't know. <laughs> I, I think clipboards? I just... What? Oh, they yeah. can yeah.
2: drive diggers? I right. They can wear hard hats? Yes. So.
1: You're right. I apologize. I don't mean to suggest... Once I... My mum used to drive diggers. Oh, <laughs> God, I'm in trouble. What's next? <laughs> Who's got the Oh, it's me. Right. Thank God. Anyway, uh,
3: no. Anyway, I would like, I, I'm going to hopefully do a, another catch up show on um, what's going on at Ellen when we get some more details. I think that might. So if you're interested in hearing, please email the show and let us know um, if and also if you don't want to hear it. I would, I would, and really, yeah. then we'll know not
1: to do it. Oh, don't worry, people tell us what they don't want to hear all the time. I'd like to, I'd really like to go up there and, uh, me and you, Tamsin, uh, get yeah. a beer and chat with some of the folk who are building this, talk about the challenges, talk about what's actually involved. I think there's a, an interesting mm-hmm. standalone podcast there at some point. Yeah. Restrictions, uh, and it'd be nice to meet you in real life for once. Um, <laughs> Draft House, a chain of craft beer loving pubs in 2017 i think it was there was 13 of them and brew dog bought them all it gave them a quick leg up in uh, getting towards that 100 bar goal that they were looking for around that time and uh, they said they would never change them they're going to leave them as they are well Obviously, they've changed them and they haven't left them as they are. Uh, Milton Keynes was the first one that got converted into an actual brew dog bar rather than it being a draft house bar and did very well. Um, I think that the stats were kind of crazy. Uh, I know they were shared around the time that in the first six months, it did three times the volume it did in the previous year or something like that. I can't can't remember, but it worked really well. And the other bar that they they changed was the um, Old Street Bar in London. Uh, tucked away off a roundabout. I've been there. Um, and, yeah, so that, that was a nice one. They turned that into the Brewdog AF bar, the alcohol-free bar, which we have news on as well. Um, but, yeah, they, they all those bars are now no longer draft house bars. They are now known as a Brewdog pub, which is different from a Brewdog bar. Let me explain. If you see, for example, in Aberdeen, it's called uh, the Hoppin' Anchor, Instead of it being called Draft House Hop and Anchor, it's now called uh, Hop and Anchor, a Brewdog pub. Yeah. Right?
2: Is that the only difference? Yeah. What's the difference between a pub what's and
1: gonna, a bar? Yeah. Food normally, right? Food. Wrong. Yeah. I mean, the whole thing about Draft House was they did like Sunday roasts. Yeah. The um, the aesthetic, if that's the right word, of the place was generally not as industrial as the Brewdog bars, although lately they've been moving a bit more towards a lot of plants and things like that as the sort of general styling. Uh, less booths, more sort of nice, um, you know, t- just tables that you associate with a more traditional bar. And uh, Cascale as well. Uh, that was an important part of them, uh, and they kept that on. Um, so, yeah, they are becoming... Um, they're changing that branding slightly. If if you want to l- learn a bit more about it and have a conversation about it, whether you like the decision or not, there's a, th- a forum thread where um, the staff came on and did talk about the decision behind it and all the rest of it. Uh, we'll we'll obviously wait and see how that works out. But generally, I, I don't personally think it's a bad idea because we we still called it Hop and Anchor. We never called it Draft House, but maybe others did. So it is perhaps a bit confusing. Um, there's a lot of things in this episode are confusing tonight, to be honest. Um, but another one that is slightly confusing is BrewDog, uh, their AF bar, the alcohol free bar, which actually did sell alcohol. The BrewDog AF bar is no longer a BrewDog AF bar, it is now a BrewDog bar. That's it. Uh, So (laughs) Geraldine, who's wonderful, again, she's been on this podcast heaps of times, hope to get her on, hope to talk about the change. Um, she seemed very enthusiastic about it. Uh, she basically said there'll still be a fantastic range of uh, alcohol free beers way more than any other bar and it'll just be a normal brew dog bar now and um, should do very well as a result. so yeah So uh, all bars in
3: Scotland are AF bars anyway At another moment. I'm gonna gonna say another six seven eight weeks
1: <laughs> yeah crossed fingers everything goes okay yeah um right who's got the next one doug go for it so brew
0: usa was the fastest growing craft brewery in the u.s in 2020 jumping 25 spots from 66th to 41st which is pretty impressive with the number of breweries in this country i think there are like 7,500, 8,000 different breweries in the u.s um so that's a pretty good leap near the top of the chart i
1: so would say I'm very excited. Mm. yeah brilliant yeah there was lots of uh lots of names in that top 50 list of we're going whoa this is fantastic to see brew dog yeah. creeping in here um james was very modest about this of course on twitter he uh, <laughs> he made sure that uh you know he didn't gloat too much and saying things like he definitely didn't go onto twitter i'm being sarcastic by the way and say people told us that brew dog usa would fail now look at us I'm like, Let's hope that doesn't come back to bite you, bell. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no God. one's
2: gonna have screenshotted that and put it in a phone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> exactly. There's um, a tweet for that. <laughs> yeah. So that's what's in the USA. Um, a different continent altogether, Joe.
2: Uh yes, Brewdog Mumbai has opened on the uh, 14th of March. James tweeted that. Their first brew dog bar in India is now officially open. It looks great. Nice. Uh, it's got lots of, as we said, lots of lovely plants outside. Inside looks like your regular brew dog bar. Uh, there's a nice seating area outside. Looks very tropical. Um, lots of lovely fish art on the walls, as always. Yeah,
1: uh, yeah, really cool. And uh, I will have to say that uh, some of the food that they're doing, uh, unsurprisingly, they've got a tandoor oven there, and some of the food they were putting out was like. Oh, wow, we need that here. And then um, JB had to come onto the forum who looks after the bars and say, no, we're not putting tandoor ovens in all our bars. (laughs) Not at this point anyway. Yeah, there we go. Um, Next one is uh, new bars to tell you about um, that are opening shortly. So throughout all of this lockdown that's been going on, as many of you know, BrewDog have been still creating lots and lots of bars. Plymouth, you're going to get your first. If you're in Plymouth, you'll get your first drink. Exeter, Ealing in West London, uh, you're all your brand new shiny bars are ready to go. So I think sixteenth, isn't it, for you in England, Joe? Is it sixteenth of April? Yes, yeah. Yeah, a couple of weeks time, anyway. <laughs> I know Who getting, out, getting out to bars is a mega rush for you. But, yeah, the um, they're they're opening, so that's fantastic. So you'll be able to get down and get your stamp and all those sort of things. Um, we haven't talked about stamp collecting a lot for a while because, you know, it's been two years. No one's really going go to anywhere. And,
3: I was going to ask if Brewdog Pubs were going to have a, a new stamp.
1: Yeah, the, the pubs, uh, apparently, yes, but um, there's a whole new scheme coming. We think it will be announced yeah. on Saturday at the AGM.
2: Ooh. So by the time folk no, are listening to this, all
1: this conversation could be completely pointless. <laughs> Still,
2: uh, no bar in Kent.
1: Not yet. God,
2: here we go again.
1: Not yet.
0: They've started construction mm. on the bar in New Albany, Ohio. I yeah. saw
1: that. Yeah, that's good. They are. Yeah. I mean, they're going at pace. A doghouse in Manchester as well. That the that hotel's actually taking bookings, ready to go. Not cheap, mm. by the way, but it is <laughs> Manchester City Centre. So.
3: Oh, and um, doghouse Edinburgh. Which yeah.
1: I'm excited about, and maybe a new flagship bar in Edinburgh. Well. Oof! Wow, well, there's a lot going yeah. on. Yeah. South Africa. Um, South Africa is one that's coming up. Um, Joanne, you may as well tell us about that yes. right now.
2: So, brewery in South Africa, brewery yeah. and tap room um, in an amazing old railway building in the heart of Cape Town. Um, I'm looking at the the drawing of it on Twitter right now. It looks a little bit like a prison. <laughs> sorry all right okay it, does nobody else think it looks like a prison is it but just me beer i mean yeah so, i mean it's just like i don't know um, i thought just more like sort of, rail, of a
1: railway then. warehouse but
2: oh, maybe. Yeah.
1: yeah i was i was on the yeah
3: that's more rare, it's warehouse.
2: a little bit underwhelming compared to some of the other breweries i think I I think it's
1: I think it's fascinating that we've now got to the stage with BrewDog where they're opening bars in Mumbai uh, in in India and South Africa, yeah. And we're like, it's an item that's about eighteenth down (laughs) our list of stories,
2: yeah. That sort of shows (laughs) how there's another one, (laughs) yeah. It Brilliant. looks like it's got a, it hasn't, but it looks like it's got a rock climbing wall on the. Outside. I think you need to do one of those votes on Instagram.
3: of the picture of the bar goes does this look like does a prison? Does this person? look like yes, a prison?
2: No. Or,
3: <laughs> or
1: a, podcast or a railway
2: station? We we
1: shall we shall do that absolutely. <laughs> I can do that. I'll
2: put that in the story. Thank you, no. <laughs> thank
1: you. Um, Northern Ireland folk, a bit closer to home. Northern Ireland folk, uh, you've had it a bit rough, obviously with Brexit. Uh, the good news is from the brew dog side of things. You can now get uh, a delivery to from BrewDog to Northern Ireland for seven ninety five, which is only a pound more than uh, the UK. Sorry, the UK. You're in the UK. Uh, it's only a pound more than the mainland uh, price. So um, yeah, Emma Desender got that all sorted. Apparently, that was on her. They're still working on uh, Guernsey and Jersey. Uh, Jersey. Uh, there's still no word yet of when you can actually get BrewDog beer um, delivered in Ireland again. Which is uh, remarkable that you can't at the moment. Uh, but yeah, that's about it. So uh, it's delivered with yodel. So as we mentioned, yodel earlier on the show. So just one to look out for. If you were fed up because it was costing only 15 quid to get a brew dog delivery, it's now only $7.95. In. Happy birthday. Oh, thank you. For I'll whenever take some it brew is.
3: Dog, uh, spirits, thanks. Um, <laughs> so if you if your birthday was during lockdown and you obviously the brew dog bars and pubs were shut, um, they are now encouraging you to book a belated birthday party at Brewdog. So as long as there are at least six of you on the booking, they'll treat you to, well your pint that you get as an EFP, uh, main meal and a birthday cake. Um, and as I've got five EFPs in my family, uh, we have a good roaring trade of a constant <laughs> birthday cake turnover um so i can suddenly starting to
1: understand why you got them all (laughs) Mm. you're like hold on a minute 25 quid this is gonna work out (laughs) it it is because
3: everyone gets a cake and then the birthday person gets a pint or a soft drink as appropriate
2: it's
1: your birthday it's your birthday on saturday isn't it joe
2: it is yeah and he had a bar (sighs) only there was a bar near me well
1: brudak's throwing a party for you that yeah is, they're throwing good. an agm yeah. for you mm-hmm. exactly um one quick mention here um if like me obviously you like chocolate uh tony's uh chocolate in fact Tony's are very well-known, um, well, I was saying they're getting more and more well-known compared to Nestle and Mars and all that sort of stuff. Uh, they um, specialise in making chocolate that is fair trade, uh, and it's absolutely lovely. Um, they are going to be collaborating with BrewDog. Uh, I kind of like this idea of more big brands uh, collaborating with BrewDog and raising the profile on both sides, especially when their goals are aligned on sustainability and things like that. So, um, yeah, keep an eye on that one. Um, we, we know no, nothing more other than there was a tweet put out by James and then Tony's themselves confirmed it. Must be a chocolate stout. It has. I to say it's going to
2: be a stout. It better be. Yeah. We need stout. It be a stout. I was
3: about to say better be a stout.
1: Jeez. Yeah. Uh, Doug, um, EFP tomorrow. and
0: So, stuff. EFP tomorrow. Australia is closed. They raised 821100 $821, Australian dollars, over 1,222 punks um brew usa has 56 days left to go they've raised 394,880 and that's 60 percent of the
1: total <laughs> i love this site like the it's like the football scores coming in saturday <laughs> afternoon well you know
0: <laughs> this is the numbers portion i'm trying to get through this fast um, go for it the uk of course has been extended there are 154 days left on the uk raise they've raised 90% of their total and they've raised 22,300 and I'm sorry, 22 million, pounds. So really just knocking that one out of the park.
1: Yeah. That is a staggering amount of new EFPs. Uh Yeah. So uh, again, I, we haven't yet seen this massive influx of uh, the cheap investors come along, ruin it for everyone else either. So, I think so far so good. I think the sustainability stuff's very yeah, I think interesting. fifty
0: thousand is the number I've heard.
1: Yeah. And I think as well, people mm-hmm. people are assuming there's going to be an IPO soon and thinking there's a, this is going to be you know nice and profitable for them as well. So
3: But uh, didn't they say this is the last raise though? This yeah, is the this last is raise. they're getting getting
2: Oh, I,
1: I would be Can't surprised understand. if we didn't hear more about like I'd be su- saying that whenever you you expect to hear something from James and Martin at the AGM it never comes out but I'd be mm-hmm. surprised if the word IPO wasn't mentioned once anyway. Um yeah, so that's fantastic. But yes, Doug, do you now finally believe us when we say that they always extend the FP raises?
0: Yeah, it'll <laughs> but yeah. I mean, the league, I think legally in the U S with the funds with the sec put the final date at sometime in June. Yeah. So I'm assuming that this 56 days will probably get bumped out to that end date again. Um, cause I know for a while, the Rudolph tomorrow, the UK date and the U S date were all the same. Yeah. And somewhere they bumped the, the UK date out again. So I assume the same thing's going to happen in the States.
1: Fair enough. Um, yeah, where else have we got? We're almost there with these. Uh, Tamsin.
3: <laughs> I'm laughing. And if you why, read the why forum, you you'll know why. You'll oh. know why because it's, you know, my personal <clears throat> little uh, quest. Okay, so um, as part of uh, Dog's safe return to the bars uh, following the pandemic, they're encouraging you to use the Dog Now app available on all good mobiles uh to order food to your table which is all well and good however if you have if you're an EFP and you have a look at it um it doesn't necessarily bring through all the discounts that um that are applicable to you now some of these make completely set complete sense if you've got a tattoo for example someone needs to check it so having it kind of automatically on the app would kind of bypass that However, so if you've invested in EFE tomorrow and you get a double discount on your vegetarian meals, that also doesn't get pulled through onto the Dog Now app. So there's a bit of discussion going on um, to try and, and get that sorted out. Well, from me, basically, mm-hmm. I'm just complaining about it because I want it.
2: So we'll see what happens. <laughs> no,
1: I I can think change I...
2: happen? terms <laughs>
1: I think that's, that's the best way to go. Absolutely. <laughs> hey, we've, we've got a podcast. We've got a few people who listen to us. Let's no. have a Okay. About there are things. other
3: people. It's not just me. Other people have joined on because it would be nice. I think, because at the moment I don't know about you, but when I go on my phone, you've got two apps and then in the app, you've got like three different membership cards and it's all just getting a bit kind of yeah. all over the place.
0: Yeah. And, and they, they should be able to tie that all to your Brewdog shareholder number. I mean, yeah. I should be able yeah. to verify that I have a tattoo, and that should be in the that be on my profile
1: that's pulled up on the. App. Oh, I'm
3: not going to fight that battle. Yeah. I'll do, I'm just going oh, to fight would. the one
2: for the share.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let's face it. Brewdog and technology are uh, not exactly it's a struggle. match made in heaven at the moment, are they? It? Just struggle a little. Well,
2: at the that. moment, ever? <laughs>
1: Well, yeah, true. Tom's <laughs> doing his best, but you'll notice yeah. he's almost completely dropped. Tom, this is Tom yeah. ahead of digital. He's dropped off the forum practically completely. I, say, so I, I think I think people were just tagging you know, him up to go. Yeah, to exactly. Mode. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I
3: do um just I'd like to get in. I have to make an official apology as well. Oh, uh, well. And I'm gonna do it this now. This is so a rare
1: occasion. I haven't got a drum roll when sound? I'm wrong,
3: effect. When I'm wrong, I'm gonna I'm gonna miss it. So On the last uh, podcast, I said about there was an EFP Tomorrow benefit that gave you Growler membership for life. And some people got very excited. And I want to apologize because it's only for a year. And I was giving away beer that was not in my (laughs) gift to give. So I'm very sorry. It's just one year. Uh, There'll be a disclaimer at the bottom
1: (laughs) of all podcasts
3: saying, We don't always know exactly what we're talking about. No, there won't. I think
1: anybody who watches or listens to this knows we (laughs) do not know what we're talking about. Take it with the
2: pictures,
1: so take it with the picture. Okay, a really quick one here. If you are European and you are fed up about the fact that you couldn't get the HM box, you couldn't get the Brewdog and Friends subscription and various other things that Europeans can't Mm -hmm. get, there's a forum thread specifically devoted to talking about these issues. Just want to bring it up because... It doesn't feel very balanced at the moment, and I really understand the pressures that the business is on, both because of COVID and because Brexit absolutely screwed up so many things when it comes to to just having parity between what EFPs in Europe were used to. Have a look yeah. at that thread. You might actually get some answers, and you might see some timelines for things going on. That's all I want to say on it. Joe, our last story. It's on Pizza.
2: Yes, yeah, so I've been trying out various different pizza doughs at home, um, and I found a really good Do-
1: Dominoes, um, Papa I mean, John's. Uh... I mean,
2: no homemade pizza. Right? Oh, right, homemade okay. pizza. And I have found a recipe. Well, I've got this recipe for um, beer pizza dough. Uh, you can basically you can make it with any beer that you like, but the best one that I have found is Los Lager.
1: Now that mm. and is a surprise. I, I honestly I was surprised. <laughs> I was thinking uh, a hoppy beer you get a bit of flavor in there. No, so I've yeah. tried
2: it. I've tried it with a hoppy beer and it you it really picks up like the floral and the resin. Um yeah. so that didn't work so well because that bitterness is what is left and you don't really want that in your pizza dough. But the kind of bready notes of lost lager and a little bit of that floral works really well in a pizza dough. Who knew?
3: Yeah.
2: Finally a use for
1: last lager. Right. Wow. <laughs> but... wow. <laughs> wow, that's harsh. <laughs> but
2: you. if you would like to try this out, the full recipe and instructions are on my blog at lovebeerlearning.co.uk.
1: Awesome. Uh Joe, thank you for that and also it's now time for your bad joke of the week.
2: So, I mean we're coming to the end of a lockdown here in England and uh you know you start to get a bit bored at home. It's just me and me and the hubs Gordon here. Um, so I thought I'd try and cheer him off a bit with some impressions. Um, I, I think the last straw though was he told me that I wasn't allowed to do my flamingo impression anymore. I had to put my foot down. Nice,
0: very very nice. I like that one. That's a good one. Thanks. You know, it's funny. I had that one written down for (laughs) today.
3: Surely it was he had to put his foot down.
2: Yes, but that doesn't work with the joke. No, I know. But it's just
3: in the narrative. You're like, and he said. I'm
1: wrapping this up. Uh, Folks, you can find (laughs) me. um, I'm at Sunscreen on the forum and all sorts of other places online dog news podcast stick that into a search engine and uh, you'll effectively get to me um Joe tell folk about your podcast and your um love beer learning courses please
2: yes um I do a podcast if you hadn't heard called a woman's brew the podcast we are on all the big podcast platforms same place you can find this one um and it's me and Tori Powell talking about beer talking to lovely beer people uh come and have a listen um, you've also got my beer school where you can come and learn about beer tasting or beer styles. Uh, you can find us over at lovebeerlearning.co.uk. And that is also where the blog is, where the pizza dough recipe is. Come and find us or email me lovebeerlearning at gmail.com.
1: Nice uh doug uh obviously we're going to be hearing more from you because you are off to dog tap and you are off to indie and you're going to have lots of news and hopefully positive uh gossip for us um but anyway in the meantime if people want to message you and get in touch with you um do doug do
0: johnson on the forum and i'm dug in a pub everywhere else but you no know, i gotta t- i gotta brag a little bit so um i'm 100 days sober not in a row
2: oh oh <laughs> what's that <laughs> That... I was going to wow. say, I'm pretty sure cool. was... you were having like a massive barley wine the other day.
1: Wow. Was yeah. that a bloody backup joke? Just...
2: <laughs> That's oh, good. I Tamsin. think Doug should do the, tar- the jokes from now on. Yeah. Well, maybe. He's funnier maybe. than me.
1: I don't know. <laughs> Not with that one. <laughs> Tamsin, where can people moan at you or ask you questions well, about Well, do you know what? I...
3: How many times have I done this? No one has ever, ever, ever been in touch. So I just feel like if you want to find me, I mean I'm around, but to be honest, it feels like <laughs> what is the point? I think
1: <laughs> well, to, be, to be honest, it's just a thing we do at the end of the podcast. I know, I'm sorry, right, okay, does. I will play the I, game. I'll
3: play ev- the game.
1: Everybody I'll, on every do podcast it. does this, so it I'll, feels I'll it, like the sorry. right thing to do.
3: Um probably the most interesting place I talk about beer is on uh Instagram, xx There you
1: go. X, X,
2: Tamsin XX. X. Yeah,
3: some all the other ones were taken. I'm like, who are these other Tamsins taking up? But dare there be other Tamsins.
2: All <laughs> oh, right.
1: Unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, right, ones. okay. <laughs> That's it for this week. Uh, you can email us, studio at brewedognewspodcast.com. We are on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash news. Twitter is news, And our Instagram is podcast not brew dog news show notes past episodes are always available on our website uh the mailing list as well you can find a link to that on the website please join up we're about 230 odd strong now which is great Uh, so yeah it's really nice to be able to get the sort of news out in that format as well Um, don't forget to subscribe to this show please click uh, the subscribe button if you are on youtube that's a massive help to us Uh, otherwise just subscribe to the podcast and listen to it in your ear holes Uh, that's it folks have a fantastic couple of weeks we will be back with a bit of reaction to the AGM from one or a few of us I am quite sure we'll probably see you next week bye for now everybody Bye -bye. Bye bye